In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. It's Sunday. It's game day. And I'm afraid to say the Browns aren't playing this year, this weekend. But next year, we'll be playing on this day. Jack, how are you, buddy? I'm good. Um, it's, it's an exciting time of the year um, for NFL. But um, it's a really exciting year for the Browns. It's all starting to come together. So uh, I'm really excited. So the Jack and Paul show, first thing on there, it's got to be Kitchens. He's now officially signed. It's done. Um, it, yeah, it was one of them that it's taken four or five days, but it was always on the cards once uh, it sort of come out. And um, no, it's, it's an exciting time. The one thing, I don't know if any of our listeners have found it, I don't know if it's out there yet, is what is that contract? How long is it for? I'm not too worried about the money. Um, what's the length on it? Is it a four with an option of five? Is it a three with an option of four? Um, if anyone sees it, let us know, because I'm, I'm keeping an eye on it and I haven't been able to find it anywhere yet. Jack, I believe you got a good stat on uh, his promotion. Yeah, so at Field Yates um, tweeted, Freddie Kitchens becomes the only NFL head coach that was hired as an internal promotion. Everyone else was an outside hire or had the interim job first, brackets, Doug Marone slash Jason Garrett. So uh, that is an interesting one. Internal promotion, got the job. It's not a normal route, but the results speak for themselves. So just to be clear, that's in every single team and the whole of NFL history. Um, I believe it might just be the ones now, but I'm not entirely sure. Well, Um, listeners, once again, if you can challenge us, we're always up for a challenge. Yeah, I I believe it will just be of the current 32. All right, great. And mate, the Cleveland Browns social media team copied your idea and did Wolf of Wall Street video? Well, at the end of the day, I'm not surprised they're keeping an eye on us. For, for better and worse, uh, they need to just keep an eye on what we're doing this side of the pond. I would be. Yeah, okay. Well, once again, Jack, you get all the uh, exclusives. Um, anyway, mate, what's going on with the OC, mate? You've got a lot better idea what's going on than me. So, it appears we're down to two. We've got Tampa Bay, Todd Munkin that's going to interview. He's interviewing at the Lions, the Packers, the Browns. Um, He's going to be an interesting one. Had a fantastic season with um, Tampa Bay this year. Even though the record wasn't great, their offense was firing. Um, turned Fitzpatrick into Fitzmagic. So uh, it's got some special uh, things. But uh, it's going to be interesting. He's probably going to be a head coach next year. So it'll probably just be a one-year hire. Um, but where does his stock rise the most? Does he go to the Lions where he can get play-calling duties, but their offense probably won't be as good? Does he go to the Packers and do a year with Aaron Rodgers? Or um, does he come to the Browns? Um, because the Browns and Packers jobs, he's probably not going to have play calling. But um, I, I, it wouldn't be surprised if he came here from the angle of there's not really a good team that needs that play calling he could go to. And his stock's going to rise, being around Baker, being around Freddie. Um, 
but yeah, and the other one is the uh, Lions XOC, which is Jim Bob Cooter. And as far as I can find, he's only interviewing with the Browns. So uh, they're the two names out there from an OC perspective. Yeah, one thing I want to say is that um, if you think about Freddie Kitchens, this time last year ago, I knew his name like teeny weeny bit. And now look at him, he's a head coach. So anything can happen in the year. Yeah, no, it definitely can turn around. There's um, a few other names out there for who's getting hired to different positions. So um, the Jets running back coach, Stump Mitchell, is apparently on his way to the Browns. Um, you've got the Jets player personnel person, Tyler Tretton, which is, he's coming over apparently to be the offensive quality control or, or offensive quality coordinator or some fancy title. Um, and then the last one I've heard of is Green Bay's O-line slash run game coordinator, James Camp Campen is heading over. Um, well, he's come and believe for an interview. That's not confirmed if he's got the job, I don't believe at this point. But um, the pieces are coming together for that offense. Can we see Joe Thomas come in as our O-line coach? I don't think so. Um, not at this point. Um, you could see him possibly coming in as a uh, assistant, but I think the better thing to do would be to wait until the likes of... Um, well, you could have him in an assistant role, sort of, potentially, but I would wait until Petonio, Zeitler and um, Tretter have moved on. So it might be three, four years, just because it's hard if they're your mates having to go and sort of one's not playing well and then you've got to go and make the decision and drop them. Um, it's a difficult thing to do to sort of separate that. I'm your mate and I'm also going to cut you um, and ask John Dorsey to cut you or trade you. So uh, I would add the angle of wait until them guys are off. How well do you think Joe Thomas's uh, media um, doing? Like, Do you think he's doing well or...? Yeah, I think he's been really, really solid when he's done the um, shows. Uh, Monday Night Football, I believe, is the one he's done a few times. Um, he's done really well there. He's really well liked. Obviously, the podcast's going well. The, the one that I would see, they're probably going to make some changes on that ESPN Monday Night. Um, who's the tight end? He's just had an absolute mare this year. And he's held his hands up and said he's struggling. And, hey, it's not an easy job to do. Um, you've obviously had Booer in the booth. Jason Whitson, that's what I'm thinking of, who got the job over him. It wouldn't surprise me if they move on from Chase and Whitten and he's potentially doing that next year. I know we get limited coverage here in the UK, but I'd, I'd have expected to see him more on our TV screens. That's all. Um, that, it's not easy to break into sort of the NFL network stuff because lots of them, they're very cemented and there's not many spaces. Um, but no, he's, he's definitely got some solid coverage for his first year out. Um, it takes time. All right, great. And what else is going on the, um, with the coaches, mate? So next up, we've got the defensive coordinator, Wilkes. Um, he's come over. He was the Arizona head coach, but don't judge him on that. Um, no one could have done a good job. If uh, Bill Belichick was the Arizona coach last year, they'd have only got a couple more wins. The roster is dross. Um, the shocking thing about Arizona is they kept Steve Kine. Their um, GM has been abysmal. There's no even... You can, you can be suck in the NFL. But you've got to have that plan to move forward and improve the roster and add talent each year. And they haven't been able to do that. So just some numbers in DVOA, which we're big fans of. Um, 2016, he was the assistant head coach and DB's coach. They were 10th on defense. 2017, 
he was the assistant head coach and defensive coordinator. They were seventh. And then the year he left and wasn't in the building, they dropped to 22nd this year on defense. So his leaving definitely reduced the quality of that defense. There's three things that I'm going to be keeping an eye on. The amount he blitzes is apparently above league average. I want to see that comfortably below league average. You need to be able to get pressure constantly, only rushing the four on the D-line um, just to get those re a really good defense. Played a lot of three linebacker, but that's partly because Dave Gesselman, being a really bad GM, kept drafting first-round linebackers. So you can't start benching them um, if you've got first-round talent in the linebacker room, but you need to be moving more. And that's what I'm going to judge him on. I want to see below average use of the blitz and I want to see above average NFL use of the nickel. So five DBs because that's a sign of a good defense. Doesn't sound great, mate, on paper. Well, the last three years when he was in charge of defenses, they've all been top 10. Um, okay. So lots of it where there's been overuse of blitz and not enough nickel, that's not always down to, the defensive coordinator that's a lot of the time down to how the roster is constructed if you don't have good defensive backs but you have good linebackers you're not going to be in the nickel as much and that's been a factor i believe but um we'll see um and yeah we'll, we'll see how it shakes up i'm positive at the moment but um yeah give me those numbers at the end of the season if we're below average on blitz above average on nickel we'll have a top 10 defense all right great and special team Special teams, this is, it's a love and hate move. So it's Mike Prefer, I think it's pronounced. Prefer. I don't, have you heard it? Anyone announce it yet? Mate, never ever ask me how to pronounce a name. <laughs> so I've read his name lots of places, um, but haven't seen it. So he was offered a contract by the Vikings as well. The Lions and Falcons also interviewed him and wanted him. Um, but he's decided to leave there. Um, Cleveland native. Um, so PFF, their special teams with the Vikings, where he was last year, um, last few years, I think it's eight years with the Vikings or something. They were first in PFF rating in 2017, they're fourth last year. So it's a much better um, special teams unit than our surviving the season's best friend, Amos Jones. Um, so it's, it's a step in the right way. Unfortunately, despite being a very, very good special teams coach, he is an awful human being. So just Google the name, um, said, uh, what was it? Let's put all the gays on Ireland and nuke them. And then didn't apologize for um, what he said. He just apologized for the offense it created. So it's, uh, it's bizarre, but uh, it's a Dorsey special. So um, whereas there's many teams that just draw a line under this stuff, Dorsey will, uh, has no issue with it. So uh, no, he, he's in the building. Okay, excellent. And uh, Greg Williams, he had a classy goodbye, I thought. Yeah, I thought it was a really nice statement and good luck to him. Um, as uh, I tweeted, Connor Rogers, who just to drop it in there, will be on the show later this week. Um, I tweeted him and goes, when it all goes wrong with Adam Gase, at least you've signed the best interim head coach in the NFL, uh, which he said, I love the positivity. <laughs> <laughs> um, has he actually signed for the Jets yet? Oh, I don't know, but it's 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 a done deal. It's the same way. I don't know if Wilkes has officially announced his signing, but it's it's done. Okay, great. So uh, we're going to see Greg Williams in New York, maybe, mate. Might just happen. 
Jets versus the Browns. Yeah, Dan. In New York. Dan Davis yeah. has got to go see his mate on the other sideline. We've got Jeff Lloyd, Paul Spencer, uh, Sam, lovely lady we've had on the show. There's a load of people in New York got to see, mate. It's a busy place to be. Okay. New feature. <laughs> where's, where's Wally? No. Where's Sashi Brown? You gave me a challenge to get Sashi Brown on the show. And we've had an update from inside sources who speak to him in the gym. He has now gone over to the West Coast, San Fran, and working for a VC. So, Jack, I let you down on your birthday present, but I'm still trying to get my hardest to get Sashi Brown onto the show. Uh, we're still working on it, and it's good work, buddy. We'll keep the hunt, and uh, we'll find him one day. I should really add Hugh Jackson to the list, but... He's free now. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'll add Hugh Jackson to the list as well. I'm gonna try and hunt him down. Um, other news this week: Petonio, uh, pro bowler. Yeah, he's been called up. I I haven't seen. Is it an injury that um, it was a Steelers guard that dropped yes. out, wasn't it? His injury. Which is even better. Yeah. But we all think that he should have been in there anyway, right? On the stats. Um, yeah, I think there's definitely a case for it. Um, I think both of them had a serious argument at, but uh, it's one of them. It's it, all pro for me is the important one. I'm not that worried about the pro bowl. Here's a little challenge for you, Jack. Is there any chances of anyone else making this pro, pro bowl with games going certain ways? Um, I hadn't looked yet, but it, it wouldn't surprise me. So uh, we'll, we will find out. All right. New feature in the show. We've got the 17th uh, round pick, Jack. Let's do this every week. Who's your name? Do you think you want or... No, no, so we're predicting who the team will pick rather than who we okay. want. So um, it's, it's just, it's guest time. So up until um, free agency, we just can do the first round pick and then we might treat you after free agency and throw in the first and second round prediction. So who are you going with, Jack? So at pick 17, I think he might still be there even though he's much more talented. A Dorsey special due to a video you can find online. Um, not a player I would want in the organisation, but definitely a really, really good NFL t- um, talent at the three-tech position. It's Jeffrey Simmons. Mm. And the, the only reason is I think there'll be several teams that will just take him off their draft board um, purely because that video is out there. And uh, he might... He might drop. He might not drop quite as low as seventeen, but I think he'll drop below his talent. Do you think he could drop all the way down to our second round pick? No. He's a he's a top sort of eight talent, so uh, he's not dropping that far. If the video came out during the draft process, yeah, we would be talking about a day three pick. But um, no, the video is really old, so um, for that. That's not going to happen. I love on draft day them big droppers. Like, sign him, sign him. We're taking him. <coughs> yeah, it was, it was heartbreaking though with uh, Maurice Hurst last year. Um, How's just, he done this year? He's been phenomenal. Been really good. Um, he started straight out the gates. The Browns just had a do not draft on him due to his heart, uh, which is fair enough. If, if you're worried that a player could potentially die in the uniform or other stuff, you, you can't take that risk. 
But did he go down to the fifth round, if I'm correct? Yep. And oh, the Raiders took a punt. Him. We could have had him instead of Chad, Chad Thomas. Oh, mate, if, if we'd have had him instead of Chad Thomas, I'd be over the moon. Our three-tech position would have been sorted. We wouldn't be talking about drafting a uh, three-tech. We'd be tr- talking about um, drafting defensive end. Just on Chad Thomas, this is quite an interesting thing because with a new manager and new infrastructure and coaching team, he could shine now. So he, he, He's definitely he's got to do something or he's gone at the end of training camp. They won't keep him for a second year. He's had the year. He's now going to have an off-season. He needs to go and work with some um, talented coaching staff in the uh, off-season, develop his game, or he's, uh, he's off on the chop block. All right, my 17th round pick is quite safe. Man of the moment, uh, Christian Wilkins, defensive tackle. Position we need, solid, safe, done. Yep, no, it makes sense. Um, Even though I'm not a fan of drafting the three-tech in the first round, I think it's a position where, unless we change something up in free agency, it's probably where we're going. I'd much rather draft a defensive end. Okay, so on on draft day, if you get a DN in the first round, you'll be very happy. I'll be incredibly happy. Um, obviously, that can all change after free agency, but at the moment, that would be my dream. Draft a DN, move Ogba to three tech, which is played um, for, us for the last couple of years. As sort of, I don't know what percentage of snaps some site out there will have it, but let's say 15% of snaps um, when he's on the field. He can do the job. you just got to add a little bit more weight to him. Um, but no, there, there's definitely the option. Um, no, exciting times. All right, great. And uh, this week's the first week of our new structure. We've got the 60 seconds on social media. We've got the um, uh, history shows coming up next week. We've got positions. So we broke that down into two maybe three shows in the future we're still playing with the idea we've had some great guests on this week you saw the work i'm doing with amy with the nfl uk more of a generic less browns focus how do you feel about that jack i think it's good stuff um it's exciting i like the videos i did have to pull you up you said uh, in less than 60 seconds and you put up 64 second clip so uh, I, I i couldn't resist that little prod Yes, yeah, so every day I'm going to try and do 60 seconds of another Browns fan somewhere in the world. And uh, yeah, if you want to come on, the sh- come on, let us know. And anything with you, mate? I know you've written some articles. Can you hint if you've got anything signed off or is it all confidential at this stage? Uh, I'm chatting with football outsiders at the moment. They're interested, but I don't know if they're going to run it. If they're going to run it, it's going to be after the uh, Super Bowl. Um, but that would be incredible. Um Jumping on a podcast late today with um, some other peeps. Um, who? Who? I, I, I can't drop it yet. I'll, I'll let you, you know. I feel like you're, you're a traitor. You're like joining another podcast. You've, you've been guesting on more podcasts than me. Only two. Yeah, this is my second. So uh, I'm, I'm catching you up, mate. Mate, who is it? This is... Uh, I just know the guy who's asked me. Uh, let me look at what the actual podcast is. No, that's fine, that's fine, mate. You, we can keep it as a surprise. And, um, mate, last week, thank you for everyone listening, all the subscribers. We had our biggest ever show. So, huge number. And 
it was probably 20% higher than we've ever had on any other show before. So uh, um, I think Ben uh, Albright had something to do with that and maybe the kitchen stuff going on. We, yeah, we had a show that was 20% bigger than any other show that we've ever had. So thank you so much. And I just would like to say, you leaving reviews, subscribing, um, it all helps us. And we want to get on that top 200 show list in the UK as a top 200 podcast. That's our new vision, goal, challenge. So the more that you can do, just to say thanks by leaving a short review, all helps us with our stats. So thank you. Yeah, rate, review and subscribe. It's just 20 minutes a day, guys. We give you great content. And, and if you decide you don't want to listen to a day, maybe it's my uh, analytics show when it comes back or every so often, then you just don't have to listen to that show. But just hit the subscribe button, get 20 minutes of content a day and decide what you fancy, when you want it. Um, but it helps the world to us. Just hit that subscribe button, a rate and review, um, give us them five stars and write something funny. And then, uh, yeah, cheers, guys. I hope you love the danger zone.